When the Washington Post sent CIA mouthpiece David Ignatius to warn Joe Biden not to run for re-election, we figured it was because they knew impeachment was going to air their dirty laundry. Or maybe the agents who deliver the president's briefings saw up close with their own eyes that Joe was on his last legs and there was a risk Kamala Harris was going to be in the Oval at any moment. The column rocked Washington, but it wasn't enough to jar loose the ticket. As of right now, Joe Biden is still running for the Democrat nomination. And things cannot get any worse. Two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh, by the way, that boy's got, that man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. The president can't say LL Cool J and calls him boy. But if you don't vote for him, you ain't black. So the power brokers are going to have to give the big guy another nudge. Over the weekend, the Washington Post sent another shockwave through the Capitol. If Ignatius has left Brett Baer's Windsor tot unraveled for the first time, well, this blew Brett's whole blazer off. The Washington Post polled Donald Trump beating Joe Biden by 10 points. J637J. That was the tail number of my aeroplane. That I flew here. <laughs> that I flew here. Yes. Just moments I was a ago. Pilot in World War One when we flew jets, you see. <laughs> oh my word. This is gonna be he is gonna be the gaffomatic this oh week. Gosh. I don't know I don't know why they're parading him out so much this week and he's going apparently to uh stand with the uaw yeah joining the picket line joining all my friends at toyota and nissan here exactly (laughs) exactly he won't know i mean he didn't even know he was he was at the hispanic caucus he thought it was at the black caucus uh last week so it's hard to tell what he'll think you know (laughs) i was the first one to drive a model t you know oh my word crazy hey you're back it's good to be back welcome welcome well, well, welcome over from the flight of course you know we landed three times before i hit the airport <laughs> you sound a little drunk so so how was cruise number 57 it was good it was good oh my gosh what was the actual what is i the actual took number? my wife's badge from her because i got tired of her critiquing everyone's outfits so i became sheriff <laughs> you were oh you were the fashion oh police oh my gosh the things that people wear it's unbelievable it is un- i am not kidding you janet this lady let's you were just talking say- about on the cruise yeah yeah let's okay. just say she was full figure <laughs> shall we say <laughs> yes and uh it looked like she took like two scarves to put over her uh-huh her bosom yeah, right and they just ran down and she into was a gifted girl something like oh. a well it was like a two tennis a balls speedo and a, and a with a clear yeah. <laughs> you know sheet over it or something oh, wow. i don't know it was just the most bizarre outfits i will tell you when bailey and i went on on our cruise she also spent a great deal of time critiquing yes. things especially around the pool right she's like oh yeah she's like mama why I I'm went out. I'm like, I don't know. Don't ask me. To the pool two I'm different times. Covered. Unfortunately, I came out the second time during the sexiest man contest. Oh yes. 
And Did you compete? No, but the guys that were competing. Oh, my God. I guess there wasn't a six-pack on the ship except for what was in the cooler. <laughs> wow. But there were a lot of kegs. Oh, my God. I will tell you, the one that the guy that won uh, the, the last time right. that we went, it uh-huh. was an older guy. Now, right. he was fit and yeah. he was handsome, but he was just very flirty. Right. And, he, and that's who won. They should have had the Harry back contest. Oh wow! They should have well, I tried to get my Mark to compete. He would have done well. I'm just saying. Well, I've got stories, and yeah, I know you we'll you uh, you uh, clued the audience in on some of it yesterday. A we didn't bit. even know whether the the guests, which I couldn't say at the time, it was my brother and his wife's 50th anniversary, and a, there was 19 of us. Wow! So 17 of us. Well, minus my 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 niece because. They knew my niece was going with her kids, but there was a, another fourteen people that were on the right. ship that they didn't know. That they about. didn't know about. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk fun, about that. Fun day. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. So Very thanks good. for uh, thanks to Jeff and you and Trey, yeah. and um, you know covered. Jeff called. Uh, we caught a little bit of the program yesterday uh, when you ta- you guys were talking about my sister in law was bringing us back to the airport, um, and we caught some of the program on the on her phone. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about the different scary stories and stuff. All throughout Virginia. Yeah. 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 Which so, ones were actually based on reality. Seven o'clock yeah. hours we, well, we caught part yeah, of yesterday. Kind of fun. All right. Uh, we've got your thought of the day. Here it is. Yep. The most common way people give up their power is by thinking that they don't have any. Hmm. Wow. Isn't that true? Hmm. 434-248-0704. That is our text number. Play along with our Mind Jam Trivia. Well, I did eat breakfast on the boat yesterday <laughs> yeah. morning. We were there at six o'clock. Yeah, and because uh, we had to get off the boat really early because our flight left early. But anyway, I digress. I'll, I'll be reflecting a lot today, rubbing Janet's nose in my uh, my carrot cake and cruise uh, number creme brulee and everything else. Mm. Uh, national today is national. I won't do that. I'm just kidding. Today is National Better Breakfast Day. In a ranking of top breakfast foods that Americans consume, what was the number one pick? Mm-hmm. National Better Breakfast Day. Right. So, um, out of all the, the breakfast foods that Americans consume, what the, what's the number one that they eat the most? Yeah. That's what we want to know. We on may this, run on Dunkin', but we're not talking about <clears throat> Dunkin' Donuts. I don't, think, I don't think Donuts even made the list. Yeah. It did not. Mm-mm. It wasn't in the top ten. No. On this day in history, in 1964, the TV sitcom Gilligan's Island, starring Bob Denver as Gilligan, debuts on CBS. With Gilligan, the skipper too, the millionaire and his wife, the movie star, and the rest. And the rest. And the rest. Can you believe they did that? Yes, the professor who, you know, got them out of one or a dozen times they had trouble. Not and the rest. And Marianne, of course, she's the girl next door. Yeah. She was the last surviving uh, member up till just Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. That's true. Yeah. So uh, we had, it was a big day for debuts of classic television, apparently. In 1969, the uh, sitcom The Brady Bunch, created by Sherwood Schwartz, premieres on ABC. And they brought us hits like this. <laughs> the Morning Jam.
Now, what'd you say your names were again? I'm Greg. This is Marsha, Jan, Peter, Bobby, and Cindy. Well, don't you have a name for the group? Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Just call us the Silver Platters. <laughs> the I had to edit platters. the song, but yeah, it's a whole song. Yeah, it is. Apparently, song. you knew the lyrics. I did know the lyrics. <laughs> you I know were the singing whole right song. Along. Uh huh. Wow. I do know it. That's Jeez. crazy. Funny, funny. All right, and then on this day in 2016, oh, oh what a day it was! Mm-hmm. It was the first U.S. presidential debate between Hillary and the Donald. And it was, uh, there were a lot of fireworks in that one. I will release my tax returns against my lawyer's wishes when she releases her 33,000 emails that have been deleted. As soon as she releases them, I will release. Maybe he's not as rich as he says he is. Maybe he's not as charitable as he claims to be. <laughs> wow. Yes. It was an interesting... Uh, she surfaced over the weekend. Of course, I was totally unplugged. My wife made sure of that. Um, but she surfaced on MSNBC talking about Russia interfering with the election. will probably do it again. She just can't. You talking about people that and can't let stuff debunked. go? She can't let it go, and they go after Donald Trump for him saying there could have been problems on the in the 2020 election? With the- but hers was interfered with, but his wasn't. Right, right. Nice. Yeah, yeah there you go. Well, because he lost. Hmm. We got some uh, some birthdays today. If you're having a birthday, you share it with Linda Hamilton. She's turning 67. I did a work study one summer at a lighthouse off the coast of Portugal. It was breathtaking. They're symbols of guidance, of strength, of truth. That's what I am interested in, the truth. And you can't seem to find it with politicians. Mm, the truth that. is so elusive. Serena Williams is having a birthday today. What an uh, athlete she is. She's oh turning my. 42 years old. Serena Williams, champion in 2014 of the WTA Finals with a 6-3, 6 love victory. Tonight, she sits alone on top of the world. You know, just I'll never forget the scene in Rocky Three when Adrian confronts him on the beach and said, "When they're done chanting your name, it's just going to be you and me." And is that going to be enough? Can you imagine being Serena Williams and all the cheers and cheers and cheers yeah, she's over the years and all the commercials? She's still cutting, uh, doing a lot of commercials. She's she's going to be successful post-tennis, no doubt. Yeah. We'll see a lot of her. Big force to be reckoned with. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Weakest Link host, Ann Robinson, also having a birthday today. She's turning 78 years old. She was a big force in a little package. Well, I'd probably try to get you to look at your better points and not focus on the lumpy bits. Oh, have you got any better points? Oh, yes, I have. Yes, yes, I've I've got um, nice hair and nice eyes. Why Katie? Well, unfortunately, she was the first one not to answer her question correctly. Katie, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I watched that show. Don't let the doorknob hit you on the way right. out. Right, yeah. I mean, I think I watched it maybe twice. Not even the whole episode. I thought, okay, yeah, whatever. Some Brit saying, weakest link. You know, it's like the Trump saying, you're fired. Yeah, yeah the weakest sort of. link. Yeah. You're fired. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Actor Kent McCord is having a birthday today. He's from, what, Adam 12? He's 81. Now, this isn't regular one, Adam 12. This is laughing one Adam 12. 
One Adam 12, please report to 31st and Westfield, a family dispute. A 250-pound woman is beating up her husband. Why don't you see if you can get another station on that thing? One Adam 12, we've got 14 men armed with submachine guns. Good, what else you got? These were the original two guys. Wow. Uh, on laugh, and it's worth the watch on the video because they lose it and they can't get their act <laughs> can't together. Can't get it back together. Oh, they can't get it back together. It's quite funny. Actress Melissa Sue Anderson is also having a birthday today. Of course, uh, she played Mary on Little House on the Prairie. She's turning sixty. She also played Gopher's sister on Love Boat. What's wrong with me? I'm not pretty enough. Is that it? You're very beautiful. I'm not sophisticated enough. Jennifer, you're 18 and you're Gopher's sister. Gopher. What's he got to do with it? He still thinks I'm a kid. Aww. Oh. Yeah, now I get it. That's what you think, too. She was on the love boat a lot. She was, and she was going after the doctor on this episode. I never I got that. Just, nobody's nobody's falling for that. It's sicko. It's just sick. <laughs> Why? 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 You're very beautiful, but you're Gopher's sister. Yeah. And you're barely legal. Right. Exactly. There's that. I don't want to be kicked off the show. Mm. <laughs> Jim Caviezel's having a birthday today. He is turning 54 years old. Of course, he's been in some amazing yeah. productions. I don't know which one you picked. But... I p- well, I picked the TV show that he was on for oh, okay. a, quite a few seasons. Because he was in Passion of the Christ, of yeah. course, and then Holy just Jesus. had a movie. Yeah, Come Freedom, out. Sound right. of Freedom. Mm-hmm. This is uh, him as Reese, Mr. Reese, as uh, his counterpart called him. Good morning, Finch. Don't you knock? Not if I can help it. I felt bad about blowing your cover identity. I've been uh, looking for a new job for you. Dog walker, maybe, or concert pianist. I have a job, Mr. Reese, and so do you. The machine has sent us a new number. That was a good show. Mm-hmm. And now that you watch an old episode, how surveillance and everything, you know, watched people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's happening big time in China right now. Ugh. It's, and it's probably coming to a city near you based off those forward-thinking people. If it's, if it's not already here. Yeah, the G20. Yeah, I heard some very disturbing things about the G20 yesterday. Oh, boy. Well, let's get back to our minds. Yes, let's go back to something something simple. Pleasant like breakfast. Today is National Better Breakfast Day. In a ranking of top breakfast foods that Americans consume, what was the number one pick? What are they guessing? Um, They're guessing bacon. Okay. Um, They're guessing toast. Okay. And cereal. Okay, I had one of those three yesterday. Did you? In the windjammer before I jumped off the boat. Right. Leaped into my airplane and flew rather intoxicated. Wow. <laughs> early in the morning? <laughs> well, it was early, yeah. Were you, were you... No, I only had one mojito on the whole cruise. One. Okay. And I still put on four or five pounds. Well... With one mojito. Probably not from the mojitos, though. Probably from the buffet. Well, I only went to the buffet once. We, How is that possible? We went to the dinner, the dining room, which they serve you. You don't go get your food. Oh, even for lunch? Yeah. Oh, okay. Except for one day. Okay. And that was the only day I was miserable. Ah. One day I went to the buffet. Well, there you go. Wow. All right. Hey, we'll be back with the answer. It's good to be back. 622 Sean Stockman of Boys to Men 
is turning 50. Wait a minute. and Mark Lamb. We are the Morning Jam. Feeling groovy, baby. Six twenty-six. A little off today. It's my first day of the week. Forgot it was Groovy Tuesday. Yeah, it is. So, back to our Mind Jam trivia on this Groovy Tuesday. Today is National Better Breakfast Day. In a ranking of top breakfast foods that Americans consume, what was the number one pick? Janet, what is the number one pick? Well, so let's go from five to four. Number five was bacon, which people guessed. Number four, pancakes. Mm -hmm. Number three, toast. Number two, sausage. Number one is eggs. Number one is eggs. 65% of Americans surveyed ranked eggs as their top breakfast pick. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. You can make it so many different ways. Yeah, yeah. Scrambled omelet. Sunny side up. Boiled. Boiled, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. Poached. Poached, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do so much with them. And they're a near-perfect food. You, you literally have every vitamin and mineral your body needs, except for vitamin C. Inside an egg. Inside an egg. Did that, not know The lowly that. little egg wow. delivers. Wow. For sure. So if you have that and some orange juice, you're good to go. Okay. Uh, others right. that made the list were like oatmeal, fresh fruit, uh, cereal, coffee, that kind of thing. All right. So there you go. Makes you want breakfast, huh? I had a fair amount of eggs while I was out. We had somebody text in and ask if we uh, if we knew that uh, David McCallum from NCIS, Ducky, mm-hmm. he passed away. Re- oh, yeah. He was Man From U.N.C.L.E. too. Man From U.N.C.L.E., yeah. 90 years old. Yeah. I did not know that, but now we do. Well, thank you for that information. Oh, I no, thought he You had... know what that means. Oh, when we have one threes. go, I know. Man. That's what happens. All right, we got some headlines this morning. Yeah, we do. I I was the, I was just so glad to be away from news. I talked to a couple of people about just, just some current things, but it was uh it was fun to be away, but it looks like uh things are well, I there's so many to pick from. Well, Biden's disapproval ratings have hit a new high as voters are questioning his age and his handling of the economy. Of course, we talked about that on yesterday's show. Right. How uh, in a head-to-head, Trump's beating him by double digits now. Yeah, I know. That's well out of the margin of error. Yeah, that's... uh, People are getting worried. And Gavin Newsom keeps getting asked by different reporters. Well, Newsom is back in the news, too. Uh, It would seem that uh, Gavin Newsom, his his long-standing ties to Hunter Biden is being revealed. (laughs) <laughs> He's justifying his business okay. deals. But yeah, we'll talk about that, too. This was uh, actually happy news for me to hear this one. Senator Bob Menendez being indicted. Oh. Him and his wife, Democrat from New Jersey. This, he has been in trouble before. 
and he managed to skirt away from it seven or, seven or eight years ago as a Democrat. Well, it doesn't matter if it's Democrat doesn't. or Republican, but this guy was, was slimy before. And now him and his wife both uh, in trouble. Hmm. I'm loving it. It's like a McDonald's commercial. See, I'll have to talk about what finally got him there. Uh, The Alliance PR group is uh, making statements on behalf of Dr. Louis Dabney. That's the OBGYN who has been uh, charged with misconduct. Uh, So apparently he has hired a PR firm. And uh, they're making some statements about that, so we'll talk about that a little bit okay. later. Former, you know, Democratic Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard. Of course, she's on Fox, so you know she's leaning a little more to the center and right. She's going after Democrats for targeting political rivals. That would be all the way from the top. President Joe going after uh, Donald. Well, I mean, we've seen this for a long time, just unapologetically. Mm-hmm. Go where they are when they're pumping gas or eating in a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Or you tell them we don't want them around here. Right. That was old Maxine Waters. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, not just Maxine, but she was one of the most yeah. outspoken ones. Yeah. But a lot of them, um, Pelosi mm-hmm. also yeah. said so. Yeah, not surprising there. Yeah. Uh, WDBJ Seven is going to be coming up with your headlines. We'll also have our staff meteorologist Matt Ferguson. He'll come in and give you some idea of what your weather forecast is going to look like. Had a little bit of rain last night, mm-hmm. uh, kind of cloudy this morning, and very fall-like. I love it. Apparently a power outage. Some yeah, we computers that. were off when I got here this morning. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. <laughs> and currently we have 60 degrees in Lynchburg, 61 in Bedford and Roanoke, 62 in Danville, 61 in Amherst, and 60 in Appomattox. Can't stop yawning i mean i yawned the last 30 minutes of well, i don't know why you've been relaxing flight. for like four days yeah i mean i yawned so much i almost couldn't land the plane a good thing it was on autopilot <laughs> just you know <laughs> thanks joe <laughs> so uh turning tragedy into triumph one of carroll county's family uh that's what they're doing uh, curtis bartlett died in the line of duty six years ago uh, just recently a new medical complex was unveiled Uh, with his name, uh, which is pretty interesting and is cool. All at the same time, his family was determined to keep his legacy alive. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, they created a fitness center as well. Uh, But this is the Curtis Bartlett Medical Complex. It's right beside that fitness center. Uh, It's um, exciting for this event uh, in the Twin County Region healthcare area. Uh, so congratulations mm-hmm. to the family there. Uh, way to remember Curtis and his service to the community. The Blue Ridge Rock Festival released a statement to concert goers. We shared that with you on yesterday's show, but uh, there are still a lot of unanswered questions. Despite claims from attendees, festival organizers are standing firm that they cut the event short solely due to safety concerns due to the weather but people are continuing to wonder if they're going to get a refund the new statement the festival organizers released did not address that at all the virginia department of health 
said uh, a couple of weeks ago they did find numerous violations at the festival, but did say that they were not the reason that the festival was shut down. Uh, they are currently investigating complaints of gastrointestinal illnesses from those who attended the festival. Oh, and, boy. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, mm. That leaves several unanswered questions as to when refunds will be issued, where does the VDH investigation stand, and how Halifax leadership plan to handle all of this. Uh, it w- is certainly ongoing. Can I make a prediction? Sure. This will not happen again. I mean the concert. I didn't think it would happen again th- last year, then. And there will be a small attempt to make a partial refund. Right. Not a complete refund, because they won't have the money. Yeah, I don't think they do. Uh, they either. can't go in the hole any more than they have right. to refund it. Well, and there were already indications that, that there were issues mm-hmm. just because they didn't have enough facilities right. to, to house everybody. And those bands are going to get paid. You better well, know that. One way or the other, yeah, because you know those contracts. Yeah, those lawyers solid. look at all that stuff. So yeah, we'll see what happens. So we uh, we talked about a recent uh, closing of Sandusky Elementary School. Uh, now here's a, a possible option. What happened in Henry County? A former elementary school in Collinsville is being turned into a new, unique housing option for residents. John Reed Elementary School was closed in 2018. It's going to reopen soon as School Drive Apartments this year. Hmm. It's going to include 39 units, one and two bedroom options with a fully restored gym. The bones, along with historical elements of the school, will be kept intact. Even some of the chalkboards, Janet. Wow. The rent will be between $8.95 and $11.95 per month. Residents begin moving in in October for the ribbon cutting coming in November. I saw a really cool schoolhouse. Uh, we went to we had our girls weekend in Abingdon, mm-hmm. and there was a really cool old schoolhouse, and it would be perfect for something like mm-hmm. that. And we talked about it. Oh yeah, we're okay, like that yeah. would make some really great apartments, really interesting apartments. I hope they do something like that with it, because right now it's just sitting there empty, and that's not good. So we took the country road to get back to Gladys, because that's where my car and my dogs were. Okay. And I went down eight eleven, noticing there's some major clearings uh, right there on the corner right across from the food lion, which I was told there were going to be multi-dwellings put in there. You go down the road, there is a whole, what used to be a field and a farm, uh, has been cleared, and it goes way back in there. It makes me so sad, though. And I think it's going to be multi-dwellings, too, because they didn't leave a tree. But they're, but the roads are not it, that You will not want to go to 811 and 460 anymore. They're going to have to put a clover leaf in there before it's over. And yeah. they can't because there's not, not enough room. And, and then it, that's it dis- already and crowded. And it displaces all the animals and stuff. It it's does. Just, yeah, it's a mess. Hmm. Uh, Bedford County Board of Supervisors, they're discussing a couple of proposals for the personal property tax rate. Uh, that happened during the meeting last night. The first deals with the personal property tax relief rate. They're required to annually establish that for eligible vehicles based on the preliminary assessment provided by the Commissioner of Revenue, staff is recommending a 33% relief rate. The proposed 2023 rate is an increase from the 31.5% relief rate in 2022. Officials said this increase is the result of the total value of eligible vehicles decreasing as well as the board's decision to apply a depreciation rate to the 2023 personal property tax assessed values for cars, trucks, motorcycles, motorhomes, and trailers. 
The depreciation rate is the second piece of the puzzle. According to the county, vehicles values have decreased since the assessment of 2022 personal property taxes. However, they're not back to normal levels yet. Mm-hmm. So the county desires to ease the tax burden by depreciating the 2023 assessed value on cars, trucks, motorcycles, motorhomes, and trailers. In order to do that, the staff is recommending applying a 15% depreciation rate to the 2023 personal property tax. Are you confused yet? Um, just, yeah. It means values will be assessed at 85% instead of 100%. So instead of getting your so personal property tax bill at 100% of your right. vehicle value, um, there it'll be. Um, so you're getting a 15% discount, 15% about what my brain's running at right now. So like if you're, for example, if it's a taxable value of $20,000, your right. original tax would have been $470. Mm-hmm. The tax relief rate is applied. That takes away $148. Nice. So it brings it down to like 321 So Talk to some folks on the cruise and some of them you know really stay up with all this stuff and they say you know there's a book out there even pretty popular one that you will own nothing that the government will own everything and basically and in a real sense the argument that was made on the on the boat with a a certain person well we don't own it now anyways because even if it's paid off we're taxed to death right um so the government has their claws in on it but you know I, I, I want to go to this. I, I, if you weren't around at 6 o'clock or 6.06 when we kick off the program officially, you missed this. Two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh, oh, by the way, that boy's got, that man's got biceps bigger than mm, my thigh. He tried to fix uh, it. Yeah, he tried to fix it. So do you just call in Obama? on this and say look you know we need you to come give this speech because you know old white boy joe cannot do it right i mean oh please you go it's just so bad it's in the teleprompter joe well not the boy comment (laughs) yeah that's that's not not in in the teleprompter that's That's definitely not and then of course you have now you've got um (laughs) corinne jean pierre right right she's trying to uh, the the reporters are going after her. Right. And they're not letting up. I mean, Good. they're all kind of singing from the same hymn book now. Good. Uh, during yesterday's press briefing, mm-hmm. uh, they they were asking uh, asking her about Biden joining the United Auto Workers on the picket line, right. which they were making a big deal about on the Sunday shows. Like Ocasio-Cortez was, right. was doing her thing and uh, talking about how he's, he's standing with the, with the, the union. Uh, during the briefing, an increasingly frustrated Jean-Pierre pushed back as multiple members of the media questioned why Biden would be picketing alongside the union members if the administration's position was to avoid getting involved in negotiations between the companies and the UAW. That does seem a bit... Yeah, that's you're showing your cards there, so right. to speak. One reporter asked if the Biden's decision to picket meant he supported the demands of the union, such as a 40% pay increase mm. and a shorter work week. Right. Because those electric vehicles are already so affordable. They're going to make themselves, yeah. Uh, she said, I'm not going to get into the details of what's being negotiated right now on the table with certainly the parties, Jean Pierre said, a position she continued to take and the subsequent questions about Biden's plan to pick it. Uh, another one said, I want to press you a little bit about what you just said. You said the president supports the auto workers. Does that mean the president is siding with the auto workers over the auto companies? Um, 
and and she could you just see she's getting increasingly mm-hmm. frustrated it's amazing she didn't go to her you know her uh, default answer well that's under investigation and we don't you know comment on anything it's under investigation well she did she did go um she did use her her standard to be clear you know she used that right, one right. which isn't clear anytime right. she says to be yeah. clear you could better believe it's, it's so not muddy going to be, right. you can't see anything through it <laughs> uh and and basically she said um that she wasn't going to answer the question mm-hmm and at one point she said, oh, my goodness, you're going to ask the same question. I'm not going to change my answer, which is no answer right. at all. I'm, going, uh, I'm not the, going to change my non-answer. Uh, <laughs> the reporter said, it's fine. I'm going to ask it again. Jean-Pierre said, feel free, and I'm going to give you the same answer. <laughs> the you. reporter said, ask if Biden would be visiting the picket line or if he would actually be walking it. And Jean-Pierre said, he's going to join the picket line. Well, that's not a big good theater. And dismiss the reporter's question whether or not there could be political risk involved in joining the picket line. We know the guy is more pro-union than anyone ever. Of course he is. You know, so what's new there? There's nothing right. new. It's just another attempt to make to a ruin, fool of himself. And ruin the economy. Right. I mean, you, yeah. a 40% increase. Yeah, I mean, we can't afford cars now. You want 40% more money and you want to work less. Eight hours less for 40% more. I mean, it's nice work if you I'm can get about it. Rewriting my contract. We need a we need a union. <laughs> right. I'm going to start a union. Uh, we'll be back. We got to go to break. Uh, it's a groovy Tuesday. Hope you're it having is. a groovy I'm, one. I'm, yeah, and it's good to be back. Thanks uh, again to Jeff Taylor and Trey, and of course my co-host uh, Janet, who just you know got a barrel through. You got a barrel through. There's no doubt. Liz about said, it. "Welcome back, Mark. We missed you." Well, we missed being here. Her, uh, she is having uh, her birthday month's coming up. Ooh, her and Ryan. Really? October it is? Yeah. Well, yeah. good for you. We'll have to celebrate. All right. We'll celebrate all month. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. Jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. So on the cruise on this groovy Tuesday, my my niece's let's see, it would be her her cousin, yeah, uh, came on the cruise. Her name is Nene. We call her Nene. It's Janine. She's a beautiful girl. She's grown all up. Uncle Mark had to give her the talk. You see, back in the day. The talk. The talk. And she avoided me like the plague. I was down there once because I had to give the talk to my niece, Jamie. The sex talk? Yeah. And then they, and then it was. Why would they get a dude to do a te- was, sex talk with a girl? To Uncle Mark. Well, it was about respect. Oh. It, it was, it was more about, it touched on the sex talk, but it talked about more that you are a valued oh, gotcha. person. Oh, gotcha. Kind gotcha. Gotcha. Don't, don't let anybody ever tell you. Don't different. let a man tell you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So Janine was on, on the boat and. She was up $140 in the casino. Wow. 
Yeah. See, wow. if I'd been there with her, I'd have been like, cash out, cash out. Yeah, well, you should have been. Do it now. Because mm. she didn't. Yeah. And then it was gone. She lost it all. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm that person. The, the minute, like, if I double my money, I'm right. like, okay. Right. All done. I can get up and walk away, huh? Yep. I have no problem doing that. Yeah. Most people don't invite me to go with them <laughs> right. to the casino because I'm that person. Right. I'm not very much so, fun. But you'll me, leave with more money in your pocket. Right, well, that's true. But she had a good time. This is, she is so, I told her and my two, my cousin and his wife, late in life, came to the Lord, and they're both pastors. Oh, wow. And they that's both cool. pastor churches down in Lakeland. And uh, one's a country church. Steve pastors the country church, and he he told me when he when this gig is over because he's seventy one or two. Mm-hmm. He says when this one's over, he's he's done, he's done. and he's going to just support you know Pam. Right. And um, so I just told him how proud I was of them for just you know turning their lives around. Oh yeah. Not that they were going in this crazy direction. I know. It's just they they you know we had we had a pastor on yesterday. He's um he he's a well he's a minister out mm-hmm. of britain mm-hmm. british pastor and he has been very outspoken about how the greatest threat to christianity is liberalism mm. and and how you know this liberalism does not reconcile with god's word right that it's it's a lie mm-hmm. and i'm very bold he's very bold in, yeah. in uh in, and i'm sure he has a lot of hate coming his way yeah uh so it's not it's not easy to be a a true bible believing minister right now yeah because there's so much pressure from the world to compromise sure at every turn so you know we got to support those good ministers yeah yeah not the not the fakey joel olsteins of the world right, that exactly. are preaching you know prosperity prosperity gospel. um right. but you know the paul the paul pastors as i call them yeah. um who who live like paul and preach like paul right. so so you so were they, you went through tsa yeah i did ha- and that went well mm-hmm um, a King George, Virginia well, man. Well, until yesterday. Okay. They, they they actually literally took everything out of our one suitcase at TSA because we had the magnets with the hooks that you put on the yeah, metal walls. on the walls so you can hang, hang stuff. stuff. Uh-huh. He saw that and didn't like it. Oh, and didn't know what so that was. And so we were pulled to the side. And I mean, and here's the irony. This was the suitcase I put all the dirty clothes in. Ha! <laughs> So, <laughs> so he had to take all there you, the, there you go sir enjoy that so that that was going our, through lamb's shorts over there <laughs> that was the only problem we had and it and it it held us back by about 10 minutes but you know what I, i'm i'm okay with that because yeah, it yeah. means they're paying attention yeah, exactly. and doing their job exactly and they're seeing a lot of stuff right now a king george virginia man told tsa officers that the loaded handgun discovered in his carry-on bag <laughs> Was put there by his wife. It was his wife's fault. Okay. Okay. He was going through a, a TSA checkpoint in Arlington last Thursday when officers found the gun. According to TSA, the x-ray unit alerted officers to take a closer look at his carry-on. Uh, and when opened, the gun was confiscated and uh, located and confiscated. He blamed his wife, saying she packed his carry-on bag. He didn't know the gun was inside. As a result, he was given a citation, which can carry a fine up to $15,000. And they said, it's disappointing to continue to see travelers carrying their loaded guns through our security checkpoints. TSA's federal security director at Reagan National said, my advice is that when packing for a flight, start with a completely empty bag. And all travelers need to pack their own bags so they don't have any exactly. surprises. Mm-hmm. 
saying that when people start with an empty bag, there's no chances of illegal items making its way into the bag. It's the sixth firearm TSA has intercepted at Reagan National Airport in the last three weeks. Wow. Says there is no reason, no excuse for not knowing you're carrying an unsecured loaded firearm in your bag. Mm-hmm. You can travel with guns in checked bags, and they must be loaded, uh, unloaded, and packed in a hard-sided lock case. I, people are just so careless right now. What if it was a setup by the wife? <laughs> uh, well, and, and especially it's like cost him. <clears throat> he's got a. He's got a sketchy background. The marriage isn't going well. You know, uh, if he yeah. gets caught at TSA, his, you know, what's in jail for right. at least 10 years. Yeah, He's, but wouldn't she have just, like, gone with Coke or something? Wouldn't that have gotten him quicker well, I don't than know. a loaded gun? I don't know. See, I don't know how drugs show up or don't show up going through, um, you know, the, the, the system. Yeah. I, I just don't know. I don't know either. Not very yeah. adept to that. Uh, but so your TSA experience was okay. Yeah, yeah. Your I, flight into Florida was oh interesting. Oh, my gosh. That was a mess. Yeah, I'll unpack a little he's bit like, more of like my trip. He's like texting me going, oh my gosh, we're still not there yet. And I would get a drink, but they're too expensive. <laughs> she, You know, the guy got, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we can't land in Orlando right now. We're going to, uh, now keep in mind, Orlando is on the east coast part of the state or the center to east side. We're going to fly out over the Gulf for a while and burn a little fuel off. Uh you know, and uh, see if weather where breaks. You, where uh, are you burning fuel off? Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Mean, is that uh, going to mean an emergency landing? We've, see, that's uh, what I would be doing. Burned too much fuel going over the Gulf. Uh, we're going to have to land in Tampa <laughs> and refuel there. Uh, then we'll get to Orlando uh, eventually, hopefully. Uh, yeah, thanks. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? So we me? land in Tampa, and we're there 30 minutes Plus, maybe 45 getting fuel so we could go back up in the air. Again, the two most dangerous times on an airplane are takeoff and landing. Right, and you got to do it. uh, Three times. Wow. Because we went into Charlotte. Right. Got on the plane from Charlotte to Orlando, which went to Tampa, and then went to Tampa. And see, those are my least favorite. I I just, I I don't love taking off, but I hate landing. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, I want to like land, the, obviously. feels like the wheels are crumbling under you. I mean, yeah. some of these landings are... Although, are occasionally, occasionally, you will get that pilot mm-hmm. that just barely kisses the, the ground, ground yeah. and then everybody applauds. Yeah, have you ever been yeah. in a plane where they actually applaud if it's a good landing? I, I have. Yeah. When we flew into Washington State and we were going over the Rockies, it was so rough. Mm. I mean, that, that flight was... So probably they were just happy that they weren't dead. Uh, there, so there was that going on too. But when he landed, you know, he landed so easy. And then mm. after that rough flight, everybody was like, "Woohoo! Yeah. Yay, you!" There were there were a few applause um, when we got to Orlando. It was we were probably because you were late getting there. A couple hours late. My sister in law had to scoot around. We're we're trying to text every now and then. You would get the ability to text out, mm-hmm. and I just said diverted to Tampa. And so when we're coming in to Tampa, all caps, what's going on? Do I need to come to Tampa? <laughs> and I, I, I can't text her back because now we can't communicate. Right. Right. And um, anyway, it all turned out okay. Top of the hour, CBS News, Bill Trafiro from the Roanoke News Desk. And next hour, we'll talk with Josh Pratt from Patriot Church about uh, the Patriot Academy that oh, okay. you could attend for free. Nice. 
Yeah, and more plane adventures and cruise adventures later in the show. Not for me. <laughs>